Hello and welcome to the Gagan Press part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we'll be talking about all things Liverpool. You know the score by now. My goodness, what a week it's been to be a Red. Another fantastic week. Nine points from nine. My name is still Andrew Headspeeth, and it's time to introduce my toppest of top Reds. He's the man that turns this podcast into a podcast. It's Mr. Alex Purdy. How are you doing, sir? Look, fantastic. Not only are we off to the perfect start, but Man City aren't. I know. It's it's wonderful, isn't it? Is that just the is that the title done now, would you say? Uh, Get it engraved. Might as well. Look, let's, let's, in- let's, we'll save that. We'll keep the gunpowder dry. Just book the engraver now, I reckon. I think there's, there's a, quite a dying art. It's probably quite difficult to get one at short notice, so I'll just pencil in an appointment for that uh, yeah, that's totally silver engraver. Enough. Another incredible week that's been uh, for Liverpool. It is obviously nine points from nine. 3-1 win over Arsenal then um, on Monday night. What did you make of that? It was a massive win, obviously. Was it more comfortable than you were expecting? Far more comfortable. Um... Look, Arsenal stayed in the game. You could potentially say that until the dying moments. Um, but we dominated completely. I thought they were going to cause us a lot more problems, especially Aubameyang, because uh, he has done the previous few times we've played them. Mm. But their front line was basically kept quiet in the end. Yeah, I mean, there was obviously one or two little moments we saw with Lacazette getting in behind twice. One of them was obviously flagged for offside a bit later on. Uh, but Alisson did brilliantly with the oh. with the second one to, to sort of stand him up and make that save. Um, he just makes it look so easy. Yeah, like, incredible. You know, like you know the rumours that Adrian was going to start that game. Yeah, it's like look. It, I'm not even saying it's Adrian. It's just it wouldn't be Alisson. It wouldn't. You know, I would expect like is it score there against? Yeah, anyone. no. I like uh, I like Adrian. I think he gets a lot of unfair. Uh, press from the sort of Twitter brigade who have a penchant for putting little red crosses through people's faces on, on <laughs> Twitter. But I think he's a solid backup goalkeeper in terms of like what you can expect from a backup goalkeeper. But yeah, he's not Alisson. And Alisson is pretty much the, the best in the world really at the moment. And when you see a save like that, I think what happened is he got in Lacazette's head from the first one, which was offside. And I think actually them, yeah. them letting play go on while they did the little the VAR check and making sure was actually beneficial for Liverpool because it allowed him to get that chance. And once he missed it, then I think he starts to get, well, Lacazette starts to get inside his own head and he's got Alisson in there as well for when he's thrown goal again. And it's just, it's wonderful goalkeeping from well, yeah, him. That's it. It sort of knocks the defense, uh, the confidence of the defenders, but then it's yeah. given Alisson that boost. So... Mm. Decent all round. Yeah, I mean, what is the secret when you're one on one with Alison? Like, what do you do? Because you just see that, like, whatever he's like six five, just bearded wall, like bearing down on you. It just well, it does seem like a very intimidating presence. I can't answer that, and no one's found the like answer as a, yet, as a stri- so. are you are you supposed? To, I mean, as a very sort of average footballer, are you supposed to when they when keep stand up, you supposed to try and go around them. I don't know, or like play it low into the corners. I think he's just done. He's just done everything right there on Lacazette. Yes, I think, look, from, it's not Lacazette's fault, is it? It's just a great save. Uh, who were the standout players for you going, I mean, not just going forward, obviously Alisson was one of them, but who, who stood out for you in this win? Sadio Mane looked incredible. Um, mm. like he was e- on one. even better than the Chelsea performance. Um, he, everything he was doing, he was just so on it yesterday. Um, yeah. And then when, when Jota came on, we looked, he looked the exact same sort of player. So it's just like for like, it's such a dream right now yeah when when Manny is in that kind of form which seems to be 
incredibly frequently at the moment. He's just, he's unstoppable in the things you see him do and just how busy he is and how relentless and how even when he sort of, sort of uh, loses the ball, he's just chasing down and harassing defenders and winning it back from sort of impossible situations. He just looks absolutely incredible. And there was one moment where he started the move uh, played a one-two on the edge of the box and almost got it back at the sort of 360 and just put it oh, wide. That was incredible. And it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, he was just an absolute terrorist all night on that defence. He was a sort of performance where you think, like, I bet the drug testers pick him out just because he was that good and sort of that busy. Yeah, shout out to Robertson as well after giving away that first one. Um, he was exceptional apart from that and obviously got the goal. To put us ahead. I did have, uh, I did very enjoyably have an Arsenal mate of mine who was messaging me as soon as that Robertson mistake. He was just messaging me how much better Kieran Tierney was, and like no as, soon as, as soon as his message had come through, like Robertson had scored, and it was it yeah. Was well, not only that, Salah had just rolled Tierney before that to get us back. In yeah, the exactly. I mean, that's uh, Salah as well. I thought was he was sort of maybe slightly more underappreciated his influence on the game as well, but he was fantastic. I think you see the difference in styles there between uh, Salah and Mane, whereas Mane is, is often that, that more sort of relentless. Um, well, they both, they're both very good at pressing, but Mane is just he's sort of very busy all the time, where Salah can have those patches of, of being a bit quieter, but then he just picks it up and just turns turns electric. And you saw that with the with the first goal where he just went past Tierney, like just skinned him alive, really. It was, yeah, it was ridiculous space. I think I'm going to disagree with you for the first time in history on this podcast. Okay, well, and let's I've, go for it. <laughs> and I thought Salah was probably the worst player in the team yesterday. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. not having that. Nah, come on. His passes, nothing was coming off for him. He had those two or three moments of brilliance. But, mm-hmm. but that's what you want from him. It is, but you expect more. From, right. from any winger, I think, because mm-hmm. he just wasn't linking up anything. He obviously, he puts a great ball in for Jota at the end, um, which he misses. And then he does it again and he tries to get on the <laughs> end of that. And that's really embarrassing and pretty much pathetic. Yeah, that, that was over. That was overplaying it. But the the ball in for Jota, I think that's that's more on Jota. He should have finished that one. I mean, but yeah, really the fact that Jota could have had a hat-trick on his debut tells you everything you need to know about, about Liverpool's dominance in the game. I just think 97% of his game yesterday was poor. And I think there was 3% right. that was superb, like excellent, like game-changing. But overall, mm-hmm. I don't so think what, he was what that great. I'm, what I'm hearing here, Perz, is, uh, is hashtag Salah out. Uh, look, <laughs> Salah out, Pulisic in, who's asked? No, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 look, he just haven't, he had an off day, I'm uh, just, in my uh, opinion. I'm just looking at your Twitter profile now, and it is a, it is a picture of Salah with a with a cross. <laughs> yeah, face. yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, it does say the Salah agenda is now your new handle. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Um, okay, yeah. Obviously, we, we touched on it. Uh, Diogo Jota uh, came on for the second half um, and did get his debut goal. Really nice. Even managed to get away with a little handball as well. Lovely to lovely to see. <laughs> Do you think he um, got away with that? It wasn't a handball. I don't. Well, yes. I mean, by like all common sense, no. It's just sort of bubbled up off his hand. It's not. Oh, really? really? Actually, I don't. I didn't. I thought it was literally just his chest. I think it did. I think it sort of grazed his his arm oh, on the okay. way on the way up. Um, but yeah, like common sense says, like don't don't worry about that. But I mean, on the laws of the game, well, with the way that it's been been played out over this season, especially, you would have to say that that uh, probably mm. should have been ruled out for a, for a handball. Havertz had one. In the Chelsea game, yeah, I know he did as but well. It didn't he got directly away with that as well. lead to a goal. It's weird that they seem to be a little bit more lenient with 
ones leading to goals rather than ones like for giving away penalties. And you'd think it'd be the other way around, but um, yeah, yeah the, it's the all the attackers a bit of a are getting the benefit of the doubt now, aren't they? Oh, it's just all mm. it's just a mess. It will change. Just, I think it will change in the next couple of weeks. To be fair, which is good for well, it's good for us. It's good for Diogo as well. Got his debut goal, first of many. Uh, we hope, obviously. Yeah. What did you make of his his all round game then in that in that uh, wide left position? Like I think last week I said someone said he was like a bite size Marnie, and it literally mm. looked like that. It I looked like we said, hadn't. Didn't you? Yeah. Well, because I heard someone say that. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> okay, okay, I got, okay. Yeah, you know, I stole that. Sure. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a like for like. It's like I didn't realise Mane had come off. I was like, why is he taking our best player off? He throw in mm. Jota and it's like, oh, well, nothing's changed here. We're still dominating that left side. And then he scores. It's yeah. Like, what, what a signing to have a like for like for Mane, one of the best wingers in the world, to come off the bench. Yeah, he's he's really good to have that to have that option, and he does he does look like a sort of a step up on the players that they have been using in those in those wide positions. Um, one thing that I really liked, I don't know about what what channel stream you were using, but um, what, the one I had didn't have any uh, crowd noise or anything in the background, so it's oh, one of the ones where you can just on. purely hear. Yeah, you can just purely hear everything that the players are saying. And for the first five minutes when uh, Jota came on, it was really interesting to see how, like, uh, Van Dijk and a lot of the other players would just be shouting, Diogo, 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 just to sort of, like, just to, you know, just to help him get in, get into position or do th- do the things right and stuff. Oh, right, okay. And it was it was really interesting just to see how they would, like, they were marshalling him. And then, like, the first time he sort of, I think he went for, a, like, a, a sprint and got, uh, got dispossessed, but then he tackled and, like, just put it out of play. Like, quite a simple thing, but he did sort of, won the ball back or stop them making a counter attack yeah, and just there was like was incredible yeah his pressing was really good and just from that you saw everyone in the team just like clapping him and just going yeah Jogo well in <laughs> and it was just it was really is I really like that when you have the noises turned off just just to just to get that sense of how they all sort of function together as a team and like support each other yeah I'll try that next time yeah yeah look he yeah. he has fit into the side like he's been playing for us forever which is the same as Thiago so potentially mm. the best window you... we've ever had. <laughs> well, I mean, 2018 was pretty good as well. That's true. Yeah, I mean, the thing I would say is, do you think that uh, Jota is going to be a player that eventually takes over from Mane or Salah, or is his role there always just to be an, an alternative? Because what, Mane and Salah are both 28, 20, 28, 29 now? I don't know how exactly. Yeah. I, don't... I think they're both 28, aren't they? I think I think he'll, yeah, he'll take the number ten shirt and he'll he'll start most games in maybe three years. I think Marnie's got three mm, years left. Yeah, because I mean, when... being a strong starter, and then he'll start to phase him out. But I think Jota maybe, is yeah, that replacement. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look. I mean, he's not sort of he's not the sort of ready-made Mbappe type that a lot of people would have wanted. But when you when we first signed Salah or Mane as well, you might not have had them down as as potential future superstars either. And that is the power of of Klopp and Liverpool at the moment is they they're able to turn these people, these sort of raw players with potential, into sort of bona fide superstars. Well, that's exactly and you get the it. sense that Mane was a, yeah. a a decent winger at a mid-table club. Jota's the exact mm. same, <laughs> like. It's exactly yeah. how we want to do it. It's just also, I think it's it's also worth remembering. It's a very pleasing name to say as well, Diogo Jota. Yeah, Lovely nice. stuff. Rolls off the tongue. Um, so title wrapped up already. Would you say nine points from nine? Um, almost certainly. 
Almost certainly. <laughs> I said it before we signed Thiago, I said it before we signed Jota, I said it before the season started. And now City have dropped points. We've made the perfect start. I cannot see, see it going any other way. It is very satisfying that already three games in, uh, City have dropped points. Not only have they dropped points, but they've lost and taken an absolute shooing at home as well. United have lost. Uh, Arsenal obviously have lost now as well. Chelsea have lost one. Tottenham have lost one. The only teams with perfect records are Liverpool, uh, Leicester and Everton, Everton. Ah, and also also Villa as well, but they've played one game one game fewer. So you would say, looking at that, I mean, we don't know how good Everton and Leicester are going to be. There's every chance that they might be pushing for a top four towards the end of the season, but none of those, you'd say, are direct rivals. So it's been such a positive start from in that sense. Yeah, look, I know it's so early, but we look so good. And the rest of the teams around us just have cracks everywhere. And we seem flawless at the moment. I know it could all change. I just don't think it will. I'm very mm. optimistic at the moment. Well, on that very positive note, we will take a, a very quick break and we'll be back to talk about oh another Arsenal game and then the Aston Villa game as well. Okay, and we're back. So, yes, uh, it's another game against Arsenal. I think it's the 111th in the last uh, year. Um, this time it's in the, the League Cup or the Carabao Cup to use its official official sponsor title. How strong a lineup would you go for this one, uh, Perds? Are we putting out all the heavy hitters or is it a chance then to uh, to rotate a bit again like we did against, against Lincoln? Ah, oh, this is tough. Look, we can now afford to drop our heavy hitters because our squad depth is so good. Mm. And I think with the, a front line of Minamino, Jota and Shaqiri, that's plenty good enough to beat the Arsenal side yesterday, maybe. Potentially, I was yeah. going too far. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just on just on Shaqiri, he played, I guess, again, yeah, Lincoln, but he did play very well in that game. Do you think he's, he's potentially playing himself out of a move, as it were, like there might be a role for him, or do you think the fact that they have signed uh, Jota, that they've said that Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain is probably sticking around, that there just isn't room for him in the first team anymore? I Well, I was surprised he started, which makes me think that we're actually not going to have many outgoings, and we might keep everyone around and go for go for all the competitions. <laughs> like, why not? We can. We've got the quality. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Arsenal are, are not in uh, great form at Anfield at the moment. I just think that, yeah, I mean, that's that's true. But again, a quadruple in this season, in this season of all seasons, just seems like exponentially more unlikely than it ever has been just well, with the, the scheduling and everything else. So if there is that, obviously... like <laughs> the league, we've just said it's wrapped up. So rest in the league. <laughs> rest the oh, team yeah. in the league. Go for the heavy hitters in the league cup. Okay, yeah, should we make uh, Adrian can be the Premier League goalkeeper? Yeah, and we'll yeah. bring out Addison. All right. Uh, oh, just on keepers, did you see, by the way, that uh, Karius has been uh, loaned out again oh, to did, Union yeah. Union Berlin? Yeah, bless him. So best of luck to him there. Lovely uh, lovely hipster club as well, so it should, uh, it should suit, suit him well, nicely. Yeah. yeah, should see some lovely Instagram posts of his yeah, oh, glorious. That's how I found yeah. out. Saw his Instagram. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, back to the Carabao Cup. Carius won't be playing. Go on then. Tell me. Walk me through. What would be your uh, What would be your ideal eleven then? If you said there's going to be Jota, Minamino, and Shakiri would be the front three. How else are you putting it together from from the backup? Don't think I'd bring Thiago in just yet. I mean, look, we didn't. My first 
uh, choice defenders, um, midfielders are Henderson and Thiago. Neither of them played yesterday and we battered Arsenal. So mm. I think we can still rest them. Um, I'd probably start Milner again. Um, yep. You put Jones to... in there? Yes, Curtis Jones, of course. You probably do play Thiago and give Fabinho a rest in the end. Mm. Um, and then back, Matip's still injured, isn't he? Yeah, I think it's probably the thing is with the defense has probably got to be uh, one of Van Dijk or Gomez in there, and then maybe you can play uh, Vandenberg or who was it? Who played in? Um, who played oh, yeah, against Lincoln? Virgil oh, uh, played against Lincoln. And Reece, and yeah, and Reese Williams who actually had oh, a really yeah. good game. He was decent. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be averse to him. Tell you what, Nico Williams, I really mm-hmm. want him to start because he was getting so much shit on Twitter. I have no, no oh my idea god, why. yeah. So <laughs> ridiculous. Just he just Absolutely deserves ridiculous. to start just to piss off whoever did that. Okay, and then we're saying Simikas as well at left yeah. back. I'm and assuming. he was very good actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, what a signing that is. Yeah. Uh so we're we thinking five five and win on penalties, same as last yeah, year. Yeah, why not? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um how gutted would you be if we do lose this game? I mean for me personally I'm gonna say I don't I don't give a shit. If we lose this game, I'm kind of I'm happy of having a slightly less packed schedule to be honest. I don't think anyone if you if I asked you now to name the last five Carabao Cup winners, I'm not sure you could do it. Maybe you could, but City um, City City. <laughs> City 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 City. <laughs> and then I yeah, lost well, track. Yeah, exactly. Um I mean the most memorable thing that I can recall from like the last few years of the Carabao Cup is is Kepa refusing to come off in the final. Which sort of tells you yeah, everything you need to yeah. know about the sort of the prestige of it. I mean, it's a tournament that nobody really wanted this year because because of all the scheduling conflicts and the pandemic and yeah, blah, 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 blah. playing it. Too. Yeah, fuck yeah, I don't care. Yeah, why I mean, this it? should be the one that they've they've binned off. But I guess for you know everything comes back to money in the end, so they can't. But um, yeah, if Liverpool just put out a weakened side and end up losing that to Arsenal, then I'm going to say fine. Because for all the people that say that silverware is more important than, than league position, I'm sorry, it just it just isn't really. It's the Premier League and it's the Champions League and everything else is just a little bonus for well, me. Well, this is it. I'm not being funny, but we could just rest in the league now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I, ju- I just feel so confident that we've wrapped it up already. But that's just going to go bad if come... we... Yeah. If I, I was technical enough to know how to, to clip that and then bring it back to bite you later, <laughs> then I would. But... Fortunately for you, I am a dinosaur. Um, well, and you probably also think we're going to win it, so uh, you won't come I back do to think me. we're going to win it, but I don't think it's going to be quite as much of a walk in the park as you think. I think what is promising is that um, City looks to be like look like they're in transition, and they've still got the same kind of defensive problems, maybe even more magnified than they were last season. Uh, United and Chelsea still look like they're a season or two away from from really challenging at their best, and then beyond that, you don't really look like there's any other proper challenges really I'm Arsenal not, Tottenham I'm, yeah I'm not being funny Arsenal could finish second yeah I mean potentially I mean and we just beat them 3-1 so. you know who else could still mathematically finish second Aston Villa who we and play Fulham. on uh, and, <laughs> and Fulham <laughs> yes it is a mathematical possibility uh, Villa however are the only team get this nice little stat for you that haven't conceded yet in the Premier League uh, wow Granted, uh, they have played a game fewer. They've only played two, whereas uh, most teams now have played have played three games. Um, they have only scored four goals, but um, they were very comfortable against Fulham, uh, who look absolutely trash, to be honest. They won 3-0 in that game, and then they beat uh, Sheffield United. I think it was 1-0 on the opening, opening day of the season. 
how confident are you going into into this game on Sunday? It's another. Uh, it's an away game, isn't it? This one. This is yeah. away. At, uh, yeah, at Villa Park. Is that a tricky? Is that a potential banana skin? I mean, I know not for you because you think we're going to win everything, ten nil. But um, for the for the average yeah. Liverpool fan, talk me through it. <laughs> I think even for the average Liverpool fan, you're looking at double digits here. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Um, look, they're in good form, but not good enough to, to stop us at the moment because we're in great form as well. So I don't look it's not gonna be ten nil, but I could see a I could see a three nil potentially. I could see a three nil. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean I'm I'm tempted to just go more pessimistic, but then I've just remembered that last week when I got you to predict the schools, you said it was gonna be six nil against Lincoln and four nil against Arsenal. So it's a combined Close. total of <laughs> a combined total of ten goals, which in the end it was, but just with a oh, different it was. a different yeah, a different spread. So Genius. seven against Lincoln and three against Arsenal. So Genius. Yeah, slightly under optimistic against Lincoln and over optimistic against Arsenal. But yeah, <laughs> I mean the the tally was right in the end. So maybe I should I should just stick with your predictions then. So three nil, you're saying? Three nil. Yeah, and Arsenal will be one. Okay, yeah, I think for me it's it's important to find the, the balance here with the team sheets, as we were saying. I think I'm more than happy to sacrifice uh, the midweek fixture here. Because I think because it is at home as well, it gives us a little bit more, uh, I don't say comfort, but more of a chance in that game. And then it's going to be a bit tricky to go away to, to Villa. So you want your strongest team for that, I would say. Yeah. Um, I would say, let's say 1-1 one, one against Arsenal and who cares on penalties. And then <laughs> Villa, I'm going to say 2-1 uh, because I hate to oh, not again. fucking agree with Roy Keane. One. But yeah, I know. I, oh, we didn't even talk about Roy Keane, but I'm going to say that I think there is, I think, I still think there is a chance in behind with Liverpool. And, um, you know, Arsenal did get their one goal. And I think that Villa might just as well. I think it might be more comfortable than last year, but I'm going to go, I'm going to err on the side of pessimism and say 2-1. Yeah, but Arsenal's one goal was a major mistake from Robertson. (laughs) And they only had one other chance. And we kept Chelsea quiet. That was such a ridiculous goal. It was like a cartoon goal. It was like about three (laughs) things that went wrong. Yeah, just grasping at it. (laughs) For about 10 minutes, it felt like. When that went in, I don't know about you, I just thought it, this was going to be another game like the last two games against Arsenal where we have 70% of the possession and oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 10 yeah. times more shots in them but still end up losing. I thought at 2-1 we were going to draw 2 all. We were mm. all over them. They had nothing and I thought they're still going to get a chance and score it. But we have Alisson, so they didn't. Yeah, I mean, and thank God for that. Um, any other any other thoughts then for the for the Villa game coming up? Is there anything you would like to see in that in in terms of uh, lineup change or, or tactics? What are your thoughts? Um, I think just get Thiago back in as soon as possible, and Henderson mm-hmm. is if he's fit. But I'd I'd really like to see Firmino uh, sort of get on the score sheet now. It, it I'm not saying I'm worried, but. We probably do need a bit more from our number nine in terms of numbers. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. what you think. Yeah, I mean, I'm always I'm one of these people that doesn't really care too much about Firmino's numbers, just because I think what he offers in that in that role is is uh, not really quantifiable. I think his his link up play with you saw it again last night as well. There was a great move where he chested it down to I think it was Salah and possibly Mane who made a run into the box and it just didn't quite get there ahead of Leno. But his link-up play is second to none, really. And the fact that he facilitates 
uh, Mane and Salah to do their thing. I'm I'm happy with whatever he does. If he gets just you know eight to ten goals a season, then it's not ideal, yeah, but it'll it's it'll not do. it's not an issue. It's just, uh, no. I just I'd like I'd like to see it. Yeah, you'd like to see him get at least. The... It's fun when he celebrates. Yeah, you'd like to see him get a couple of the ten that we're going to put past Villa. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, or more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we will uh, we will leave it on that. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed, please drop us a review uh, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your wherever you get your pods. Uh, check out the other pods on the Ninety Minute Podcast Network. Give us a review, subscribe, all of that stuff. Um, and we will be back again next Tuesday to uh, discuss, well, the outcomes of these absolute maulings against Arsenal again <laughs> and Villa. Uh, that's it from me. Thank you very much. And it's goodbye from... Purdy, we'll see you next time. <laughs> All right, see ya.